your girl Malika and Sharina and we're Bag of Lies. We're the podcast that explores identity and community through the lens of the harmless white lies that we tell because that's what we do. Keyword harmless y'all. Harmless. We not out here ruining people's lives. Mm -mm. No we're not celebrating that. We're not celebrating lies. Well I mean we are but like not the bad ones. And today we're celebrating the lies that we tell to our therapist. Dum dum dum. We did some research and we found that 83% of people who go to therapy lie to their therapist at some point. Me. Wild. It's true. Me. You? I did. Wow. <laughs> and today we have the best guest in the whole wide world to help us dive into this. Shout out to Rafi Fada. Hey. Our girl Rafi is a Lebanese-American woman who believes in the healing power of expression through authenticity. She's been living and learning in the Bay Area for the past decade. Boop, boop. Uh, Rafi is a clinical social worker by profession and an artist by nature. Thank you for being on our podcast about lying. Rafi. <laughs> yes, girl. We love you already. Stop. <laughs> but tell us about yourself. So I've been living here for the past 10 years. I moved over here from San Diego. And when I moved here, I was really confused and I was super lost. Hmm. And also just like being a person of color, living in San Diego, being like, do I belong here? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I had the privilege of moving over here and taking the time to really explore myself for the past 10 years. And now I'm in a place of being like a mental health provider Ooh. and yeah, learning through other people and with other people. And I really, I love it. So what does your work like involve? So I'm a clinical social worker, um, which is kind of a long way to say I manage and support people through crazy systems like the medical system, the legal system, um, mental health needs. So yeah, I'm, I'm right now working with older adults that are Medi-Cal recipients that are low income. Mm -hmm. And I work with them to get out of really challenging situations like a psychiatric ward or, or a hospital. And I move them back into the community and make sure that they have everything that they need to thrive and survive and reconnect with their family or their friends. So, so basically you're like a good person. I'm trying. You're better than us. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, she's better than us. Yeah, that. own I it. I can't say that. Own it. It's fine. <laughs> just own it. Just, just accept it. Live your truth, girl. You're better than us. It's fine. Right. And to show you how trash we are, we're literally going to talk about our lies of the week. Because we lie all the time. Literally on a weekly basis. Yo, Sharina, what'd you lie about this week? So, I switched it up this week. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah. <laughs> Normally, I tell Uber drivers that I am divorced. And this time around, I told an Uber driver that I was engaged. Wow. Plot twist. Yes, I know. Mixing it up. But actually, you know what was really interesting was his response. Because he ended up being engaged also, but had an arranged marriage. Ah. I know. It was really interesting. I don't even know how to respond to that if someone told me they're in an arranged <laughs> marriage. I wouldn't even know. I would be like, well, what, what's your culture? <laughs> I just have so many questions. Yeah. Oh, I, I did. Who arranged it? Did you see a picture? Sure. So he had met her one time and she was a family friend. Mm. Um, and so his parents were connected to the girl's parents. And so they had come together and kind of decided that it was going to be a good match. Mm -hmm. And then he said that he was chatting with her. Um, so they were kind of getting to know each other, but they were... 
they were for sure getting married next month. So wow. So um, you know a lot about him. Did you also give up a lot of information for your fake lie? Girl, yes. You know me. I be committing. She committed. I, I love committed. it. Yeah. How like, hard did you commit? Okay. So I am uh, having a small wedding. 150 guests. Oh. We are getting married in a restaurant because we're an unconventional. You know, wedding people. Uh, what else did we talk about? We were looking at venues over the weekend. Um, yeah, I, I really went in, guys. I'm legit, legit kind of fake getting married. For the listeners out there, she is not engaged at all. <laughs> I feel like she's just putting this out into the universe. She's trying to make it happen. <laughs> Boyfriend, I hope you listen in Nick, and take your know, notes. Nick, you know what to do. <laughs> but yeah, Wallet. I'm on the up and up, guys. I was divorced. Now I'm married. A new woman. Like, I'm out here falling in love. Yeah. Doing my thing. Flip it, girl. Mm-hmm. Do you. Growing, changing. Right? right? Here we are. Truly. Getting engaged. Growth. Yeah. From divorcee. Right? To, to engaged. Oh. oh. No, 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 no. Bars. Oh. Okay. <laughs> From divorcee to Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> Mic drop. All right, moving on. What was your live of the week, Malika? We can't top that. I really can't top it. Honestly, <laughs> my lie is hella lame and weird. <laughs> I was at a going away party for a friend, and someone was trying to offer me some food that it looked like it was like sitting out in the sun. And I was like, no, 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 chill. I'm really full from like crazy brunch that I had earlier. And the person just assumed that I had eaten avocado toast at my brunch. And I was like, yeah, sure, sure. I eat avocado toast all the time. Lie. Anyone who knows me knows I don't I don't I don't mess with avocado. I don't like avocado. Don't even look at avocado. Mm-mm. One, I'm allergic to avocado. And two, I don't really like the consistency of avocado. And so for me to like commit to this stupid lie it just led to us talking about like dumb like brunch spots and avocado toast and me just being irritated with the whole setup because it's like, I don't want to talk about avocado. I'm allergic to it. I ate it. It was just the dumbest thing ever. So was this a lie of convenience, would we say? Honestly, I don't even know what type of lie it was. It's just a dumb lie. <laughs> I was trying to get out of eating something and then it turned into that. I just let it happen and then it just I, it unfurled in ways I didn't want it to. Oh, I was very annoyed during the whole experience. It's wow. definitely not a lie that I will uh, tell again. Fair. So that was a one and done lie. One and done stupid lie. Avocado toast? No. Got it. Not for this girl. All right. Now you know. Now Mm -hmm. you know. Now you know. So, Rafi. Yes. What did you lie about this week? It's hard to say. I don't really lie. Really? Yeah. Actually, I mean, that kind of checks out. You're kind of a good person. You out here helping the people in the street. (laughs) Have you ever told a lie? Like, in childhood? Or, like, is it something you grew out of? Yeah, no. I can think of, like, one really distinct far-fetched lie that I came up with as a kid. Tell it to us. We want to know. I'll do it. Okay? (laughs) Just let me... (laughs) Let me get there. (laughs) Yeah, so I went to this, like, private Catholic school. Mm -hmm. I was the only brown kid there, y'all. Okay? And it was rough. So there was this project where you had to do a family tree. Mm. And they're like, where was your mom born? Where was your dad born? And everyone's like, my dad was born across the street. Like, no, my dad was born in Lebanon, like in the Middle East. And my mom was born in Africa. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm not from this area. So um, I put that on my family tree. They asked, like, where your parents went to school. I knew that my mom went to school, to boarding school in Switzerland. And so in my mind, I, like, I remember going on the computer and Googling, like, what does a Swiss person look like? Like, maybe Mm. this is my in. Like, maybe this is my pass right now. So I'm like, okay, Swiss person. 
on Google Images and I just see this like white woman and I'm like, this is it. So I like put on my family tree, like my mom was like raised in Switzerland. She speaks French, like she speaks Swiss French. Yeah. Mm. So there's like proof that was my first language. I'm yeah. like, okay, here we go. Like I'm Swiss now. So I start <laughs> just like telling people that I'm Swiss and um yeah, I would like straighten my hair and refuse to go in the water because I was scared my curly hair would show. Wow. You know? Yeah. It's rough. Um, and then one time it like rained really bad and I didn't bring my umbrella, my Hello Kitty umbrella. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, like Matthew's going to see my hair. <laughs> and Matthew saw my hair and he was like, it makes sense now. Your mom's from Africa. And I was like, no. <laughs> so... That's a that's a lie I held on to for like a really long time actually. And then finally I was like, okay, I need to rid myself of this. Like this is not healthy. Mm-hmm. So Well that's wild, Rafi. Yeah. yeah. I can totally see why you like don't lie anymore after such a crazy lie. Yeah, that's traumatic. Li- yeah, it's traumatic. <laughs> and then Matthew called you out. Right. Don't, <laughs> don't look at this. <laughs> don't call me out. Don't call people out, Matthew. Forget you. Right? Let her tell her lie in peace. Let us lie in peace, y'all. Okay, so moving on to um, our In the Bag segment. In In the the bag. In the bag. Um, So, yeah, first things first in our bag, we have a Ford Models executive. And for those of you who don't know, Ford Models is like a very well-known New York modeling agency who lied about her husband dying of terminal cancer to get out of her contract only to take a job at a rival modeling agency literally a few weeks later. Problematic. What? (laughs) This is something you do not lie about because, like, what if it actually happens? Like, let's back up for a second. Let's talk about Homegirl. I just, it's so silly. So as a VP, she had a Mm -hmm. non-compete. And so I think it was like a whole year, like 12 months. If she left before her contract was up, she wouldn't be able to work. And so Mm -hmm. she said that her husband had a terminal illness and she wanted to get out of her non-compete so she could freelance and take care of him Mm -hmm. in Canada specifically. In Canada. Yeah. What's in Canada? We need to know. Right. Tell exactly. The people. Exactly. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm going to Canada, not sticking around. Right. No. My husband is dying. I'm going to go take care of him. Toodaloo. I just need some time. And they were like, yeah, sis, we understand. This yeah. is like dire, you mm-hmm. know, circumstances. It's you know, you only live once. Death. And so, like, they let her out of her contract. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a week later, she jumped yep. ship. She jumped ship and ended uh-uh. up at another modeling agency in My Manhattan, God. down the street. Literally, that's just the dumbest thing. It's like, if you're going to do that, go somewhere where people can't find you. <laughs> Actually, go to Canada. Right. <laughs> I like, mean, like, even go to Arizona. I'm sure none of the fancy New York modeling agency people would ever go there. But, don't like, go there. Don't go there. Oh, not go to, to Arizona. Arizona. Take. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We won't go to Arizona. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but also, don't lie about illness. Right. Like, please. that just stresses me out. Like, to lie about something like that, then what if it actually happens, sis? Like, then you got to answer to that for the rest of your life. Like, you don't want to put that into the universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. I don't want this in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> We can take this out the bag. She can go somewhere with that. Throw it out. Throw it out. Okay, so another lie that we have is a man shot himself in the foot and then told the police that someone else did it. 
Did he frame someone? No, it was oh. just, so he went to the hospital and when questioned by police, because like obviously if you show up with something like a gun wound, there's going to be like some questions. kind of, yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask some questions, like mm-hmm. how who did, shot you? Right, how did this how happen? Did this happen? Yeah. You got a bullet in you, yeah. what, what, mm-hmm. what happened? Exactly, Um, and so he said that somebody else had shot him, but it was like the laziest lie um, because he could really not provide any details and so then with a little more digging, uh, it was very obvious to the police and others that he uh, had shot himself. Yeah, like the paramedics was like, um, honestly, that bullet entered in the wrong way. Yep. According to the story that he's telling you, like mm-hmm. this makes no sense. And you know what? I get it. That's embarrassing. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You shot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're embarrassed. Yeah. He's I mean, kinda, yeah. not only are you in pain. Um, but you also did it to yourself. Like, right. This is a situation where you're like really embarrassed. He's trying but, to protect himself. He's yeah. like, oh man, I should not have done that. Mm-hmm. Well, someone else must have done it. Right. Someone ran up on me and shot me. Right. Like, no, you should just be honest about this because now the police are going to actually investigate. Like, come on, player. No, if you shot yourself and then you tell people you shot yourself, no one's going to ask any more questions after that. They're going to be like, nah, this fool shot himself. <laughs> and they're going to laugh at you. They're going to laugh bit. at you a little bit, yeah. but then they're going to help you. Hopefully. It's hopefully. True. They're going to take the bullet out. You Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully leave you better than how they found you. Right. I mean, I would, of, with this. I would do that out of pity. Like, yo, this fool shot himself. Oh he needs our help. He needs oh. lots of help. Yeah, he oh needs way God. more help than just getting the bullet out. Yeah. Right. Well, it's, it's that one, and I would just pick the one that isn't a crime. Because it's yeah. not a crime to shoot yourself. Whereas, like, once the police are involved, something bad happened, fool. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So Sorry, silly. sir. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I think it's kind of a harmless one, but it's just really silly. It's harmless, but it's not. I mean, he harmed himself. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and so the last lie that we have in our bag is a troll uh, made an account asking Drake to sing at his fictitious wedding. Drake responded saying, yeah, sure. If you get this many follows and this many um, likes, then I will sing at your wedding. And then the post like blew up. And so he did get the number of follows and likes that he needed. And so at that point he had to come clean and say, yeah, there's no wedding. There's no fiance. I'm actually 16. Oh. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. He created a whole account. Yeah. Called like Drake Wedding. Yes. DM'd Drake. Yep. Was like, hey, me and my fiance are getting married, like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like September 22nd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we would really like you to come perform mm-hmm. at our wedding. She mm-hmm. loves you. She's a big fan. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it would be a great surprise. How many likes or follows, you know? do I need to get for you to perform? And I think the number that Drake threw out there was like 1 million likes. Oh yep. my God. And a hundred thousand follows. He and did it? He came through with that. He came through. Yeah. Delivered. Because it blew up. It blew up. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like Man. slid in Drake's DMs. He catfished Drake. Catfish Drake. Ooh. Uh, Does oh that happen? Hot take. I feel like Drake's been catfished a couple of times. I he hope seems so. like the type to fall for a catfish. Mm-hmm. Bro, he told, mm-hmm. I mean, he did. Yeah, he did. He literally fell for like a fake wedding catfish by a 16-year-old. Drake. (laughs) Kids. But then Drake like clapped back and was like, no, I'm going to expose this. He like posted a picture of the convo of the DMs and was like, Instagram is a disturbing place. Yeah. With the crying, laughing emoji. 
<laughs> He's going to write a song about it. Yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. listen to that song, though. That's yeah. fair. I'd write a song about it, too. <laughs> yeah. Got catfished by a 16-year-old. Mm. I don't know. That doesn't rhyme. But you know where I'm going. I mean, it slaps. <laughs> I'm here for it. It slaps? Yeah. <laughs> catfishing, catfishing. Uh, uh, uh. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Obviously, this was like a 16-year-old kid, and he was just bored. I feel like he just did this to entertain himself and didn't think it would go anywhere. Yeah. He probably just sent the message to Drake, and then... You know, he could have ended it there. Oh, yeah. Like, why keep going? Mm -hmm. Like, did he not think that this would actually happen? This poor fool. (laughs) Hopefully he'll learn from it. I mean, he profusely apologized to Drake. Well, yeah, because he just got dragged by Drake after that. That's embarrassing. You got to get dragged by Drake. At 16. Yeah. He's so young. Oh. Come on. I know. I okay. I totally get on board with the sixteen-year-old's lie because, like, that sweet, sweet acknowledgement in the Champagne Pappy's actual Instagram story. Champagne Pappy got catfished by a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, and I'm here for it. Here for it too. This Keep stays in, in my bag because, like, yeah, honestly, I'd do the same if I could. You winning. You winning. Good job, kid. So this week we did a poll on our Twitter account. Our Twitter is at Bag of Lies, and then our Instagram is at Bag of Lies underscore podcast. Bag of Liars, y'all need to follow us and do our polls. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get to the results anyways. Yes. So this week we asked, do you lie to your therapist? 100% of respondents said no. All of y'all are liars. Every single one of you. Because the research says... That y'all be lying to, to your, your therapist. therapist. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've done research on this. 93% of people admitted to telling at least one lie in therapy. That's Ra- a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Rafi, so this doesn't come as a surprise to you. I mean, I'm surprised by the 100% saying that they don't. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you going to therapy? Do you need to go? It's okay. We all do. It's true. It's going to be okay. Therapy. We're the therapy generation. All yeah. The yeah we are. <laughs> so, Rafi, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that this is something that, like, is prevalent with when it comes to, like, therapy and people who seek out therapy, that they lie to their therapist, like, in your experience? Yeah. I mean, totally. We lie all the time. Like, that's a, the most human thing to do, right? Like, I think of it as this, like, primitive protective thing. Like, think about being in this, like, this area with your tribe or with your community and you have, like, food, right? Mm-hmm. And there's, like, people coming at you and they're like, oh, my God, we found this, like, amazing space and they're trying to take it over. You're going to hide your food. You're going to be like, there's no food here. Yeah. You want to protect yourself. You want to protect everything that you have to make yourself, like survive and flourish and thrive Mm -hmm. i feel like in therapy it's like you're so vulnerable and you're airing everything out and there are some things that you just don't want to be open about just yet like you're still processing it for yourself Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean if your therapist is like hey i know we talked about this last week how'd it go did you work on it you're like, yeah, I've been like meditating 15 minutes a day. It's been amazing. Like, I love it. Look at me. And they're like, really? Have you, <laughs> they have can you... call it out. They yeah. can see through it. I mean, I feel like I can. <laughs> <laughs> In your sessions, when you're trying to do the work, you feel like you can tell when people totally BSing you. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really normal. Like, you want to, I don't know, you see this like, you aspire to be this person. You aspire to, like, be in a better place. That's why you're there most of the time. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, court-mandated and you really have to do it to say that you did it. <laughs> Shout out to court-mandated, though. Sometimes they need it. You, sometimes, hey, you know. It happens. It happens. No, no it's judgment. Okay. No judgment. It's okay. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's interesting, like, because you're in this place where you're trying to seek help. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
lying in this instance isn't that like counterintuitive to mm. like you seeking out like help for what it is that you're encountering totally yeah it's hard to sometimes let go though right mm. like i think in my personal life like i see a therapist and like when if i'm working through something in therapy and i'm like oh man i know i really should be working through this but like it's easy and it's comfortable to sometimes just not do yeah. the things that you need to do. That makes sense. Well, you know, Sharina, I know you go to therapy and you said at the top of the, you know, podcast that you also lie to your therapist. Do you think this is just like normal behavior for a lot of people? Yeah. I mean, like, I feel as though a lot of it, well, for me personally, at least, just stems from just like, kind of avoidance Mm -hmm. kind of yeah like avoidance but outside of avoidance what do you think are some reasons why people lie in therapy Hmm. yeah I think it's to make themselves feel better right Um, I think it's like again like a protective thing I think it's an aspirational thing Mm -hmm. Um, yeah disassociating and avoiding is like really really normal but it can also become really challenging and like sort of problematic Uh, where you're like hmm I'm now believing this lie that I made up and like I'm just gonna go with it and see what happens and like continue to write out this like whole persona of who I am but I'm really not that person yeah what are some of the lies that you've encountered in like your like sessions I work with folks that have like very very complex um, mental health issues or like substance use issues I think the most common one honestly is like relapse and Mm. acknowledging like yeah I really I kind of drank a little bit or like I have this urge and just acknowledging it and like being open to exploring what the urge is about and where that's stemming from Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you're bummed about the holidays coming up. Let's talk about it. Mm. I'm noticing it. I'm noticing it in just the way that you're talking. And is there something um, that you're going to start to want to seek out? Like, is it friendship? Is it alcohol? Is alcohol, like, this way of connecting to your past self or to your family? And is that healthy? And a lot of the times folks will be like, no, what? Like, I'm not going to mess with that. I know where that's going to lead me. That's why I'm here. And, like, it's okay if they do. Like, a lot of the times they will relapse or they will hit these, like, little bumps. Um, But it's, I think it's about, like, just not passing judgment and Mm -hmm. being super open and acknowledging, like, this is so normal. It's so normal that you're going through that. So you don't call them out? I really, I call them in. Like, I, I. Oh, I like that. That's a flip it, girl. Tell us more. I think it's just about reframing it, right? Like, if I'm, like, Malika, you shouldn't be doing that. You know better. Mm-hmm. That's very, like, paternalistic. Like, I'm telling you how to live your life. I'm telling you what I think is best for you. And Malika runs away. Yeah, I would, that. too. <laughs> be like, don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Let me know that it's okay. Yeah. Let me work through it. Yeah, normalize Malika it. Malika needs help. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what you... That's what we're acknowledging. Like, you're here. I totally understand where you're at. That's really, really challenging what you're going through. But also, like, let's just talk about it. I don't want to avoid it. Maybe you do because that feels safe. And we can talk about why that feels safe for you. I just try to flip everything, honestly. Oh, oh she flips it, reverse it, yeah. remix it. Hey, <laughs> Rafi. So as a therapist, how does it feel when people lie to you and you, like, realize that they're lying? It's rough because I want to be myself. I want to be raffy in the moment where I'm like, why are you lying to me? Like, you don't need to lie. It's okay. It's okay. Like, it's all good. 
Um, but I have to be professional. And so, yeah, it. I have like an emotional reaction to it deep down where I feel like, oh man, I wish they didn't feel like they had to lie to me. Like, what is it that I'm doing that's making them feel like they have to do this? Um, but at the same time, I'm also just like, this makes sense. It makes sense that they're lying. They're really uncomfortable right now. And I would probably do the same thing. Um, yeah. So it feels really relatable. Do you feel as though there are like certain types of therapy that like promote lying? Because I know that there are lots of different types of therapy out there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So do you feel like there's one or the other that feels like it not necessarily enables people, but people feel more compelled to lie? Yeah. I don't know about it promoting lying. I think that uh, cognitive behavioral theory or therapy, it's CBT acronym. Hey. Um, hey I like the way you introduced that. Yeah, yeah, CBT. Yeah. CBT. Continue. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's like, okay, mentally, I cognitively, I know that, like, I want to make this change. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, like, I'm a really good person. Like, I, I want to stop smoking. Mm -hmm. So I know I want to stop smoking. And, like, I know what the effects of smoking do to myself and to, like, my community, my family, my animals. Like, you know. But behaviorally, it's, like, real challenging to quit. Um, in CBT, you're going to be, like, working really slowly to try to bridge the gap between this, like, want and the action of doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and I and there's like home, a homework component. So like you go to your therapist and they're like, okay, you wanna work on this thing, that's really cool. Like these are some things that you can do if you feel an urge, like you can chew gum, okay? So like if you feel an urge, I want you to chew gum and we're gonna write about it. And you're like, okay, cool, like I can do this. And then you don't. <laughs> and then like you come to therapy and your therapist is like, so like how did it go? Did you work on it? Like let's see your notebook and you like, totally it's like back in the day like homework just like scribbling it like cheating off somebody but you're cheating off yourself and you're like totally Aww. you're like totally cheating in this moment um and i think that in a sense like it can enable it but it can also really confront it if you have a therapist that's like hey are you sure you're really working on this like call him out rafi yeah like call him you... in yeah oh, yes you're right call him in rafi <laughs> call him in yeah. <laughs> So is there any instance where you think lying could ever be like therapeutic? I think there is a sense of, I think it's like what constitutes to being a lie. If you have this idea for yourself and you're like, oh, I really wanna, I really wanna work on this. Like I really wanna change. Mm -hmm. And you start telling yourself like, I am making these changes. I really am. Mm -hmm. You can start to really believe it. And there is like a lot of power to your truth and like what you start telling yourself and other people. Yeah, it can be like extremely damaging. Like if you if you're totally like making something up and like it's not valid at all and people can and it can like impact other people, that's not healthy. But if you're if you're working towards making a change and you're willing to make the change but you're just not really there yet, mm -hmm. I think it can be really healing actually. So basically you're saying like affirmations are lies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like <laughs> it made me think about that as you're saying that because sometimes you know you'll tell yourself I am a good person mm -hmm. I am deserving of x y and z and then you believe those things mm -hmm. and that's like a form of like lying to yourself in yeah. a way and like you're but like it's a good thing yourself you're up. pumping yourself up and like maybe like telling yourself these affirmations is a form of therapy yes. in and of itself 
it's like the placebo effect. Do you all know yeah. about that? Yeah, it's like, okay, maybe you're taking or consuming something that really like doesn't have a chemical ben- benefit to you, mm-hmm. but like you're taking it and you really believe that it's helping. And mm-hmm. like, because you believe in it so strongly, you are actually healing yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're gonna heal today, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rafi the healer. <laughs> Coming through with her truth, not lying. <laughs> so if I'm kind of hearing you correctly, there's a way in which like essentially lying to ourselves can actually be like beneficial. I think so. I really think so. But I think we got to be careful about what we're lying about. Yeah. Yeah. What's like a good lie versus a bad lie? Like what's the line between good and harmful? Good is like self-promotion. It's like self-love. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like I do yoga. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really do yoga, y'all. Like, maybe I've done yoga. Like, maybe I, like, do yoga once a month. But I'm not a yogi by any means. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I truly believe in, like, the power and benefits of meditation. But I'm not meditating every day. But, like, I can say that I am. And I can believe in it. And I can, like, try to practice it as much as I can. And that'll benefit me to some extent, right? Mm-hmm. Also, people will see me differently and they'll be like, ooh, this girl meditates. Like, this girl does yoga. This girl, like, takes care of herself in her mind. That's awesome. You're promoting that with other people and it has a ripple effect, mm-hmm. right? And then you start to believe it and you do it. Yeah, and you start to act on it because you're like, oh, my God, now these people think that, like, <laughs> now these people are coming to me like, what kind of yoga should I do? And I'm like, I don't know, like, Googling it. Like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of yoga you should do. Let's, like, look at works best for you. I don't know, girl, because I don't like yoga. And I feel like I would get trapped into going to yoga with people. And I'd yes. be, like, upset. I'd be tight at the yes. world. Like, no yoga for this girl. Just trying to please. Like, okay, we'll go together. It's fine. I love this spot. Never been. Never been. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people who, like, know they lie to their therapist? Hmm. If you're, like, actively lying to your therapist and you're listening to this, it's okay. They probably know. (laughs) She's calling you in, not calling you out. Yeah, like, we're very aware of it. And we, like, it's very understandable. It makes sense. It's fair. It's valid. But just try to stop. You're there for yourself. You're there for your growth. You're not there to please anybody. You're there to please yourself. And your therapist is just a reflection of who you are, hopefully. Um, so if they're sharing something with you that they're experiencing or they're noticing that you're doing, you want that to be valid and feel real and authentic. So you got to be there for yourself in that moment. Be authentic. Yeah. So you said your therapist is a reflection of yourself. What do you mean by that? You're sharing so much with this person and they're like a vessel to just be like, hey, like I'm hearing this when you're when you're like mentioning that I'm noticing these themes. Like, would you say that's valid or not? And if you're just like totally in their line the whole time, like and you're there to please someone like, I mean, that's not that that moment is not for you. That moment is for them. You don't need to go in there trying to please anybody. It's for you. Yeah. And so so they're mirroring back feedback for you. So if you're not giving them the right type of content, they can't like reflect that back to you. Yeah. They're just can build off of it. Yeah. They're just reflecting this persona that you're building in that moment to try Mm -hmm. to please them. That's not really healthy. All right, don't lie to your therapist, y'all. Come on. Do the work. Yeah. <laughs> do your homework. Yeah. Don't show up with your homework and be like, I ain't do it. Just, uh-uh. Or actually, if you ain't do it, tell me you ain't do it. Yeah. Maybe that's actually better. Yeah. You know? That's embarrassing, though. I hate when I it do that. It is. But it's like, but why? Like, what stopped you from doing it? You know? Like, busyness. That's interesting. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's interesting that she said that that's embarrassing because some of the research we found was like, 
55% of people who lie to therapists lie to avoid embarrassment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think that when people go into therapy, they should just get over any feelings of embarrassment and just go for it? Like, I think that's so hard. I really do. I think that is like the beauty of trying to build like a really healthy, succinct therapeutic relationship. And that doesn't just happen overnight. Mm -hmm. Like I think most people that I've worked with, I've worked with some folks like pretty long term and honestly like the first year i don't feel like i actually know who they truly are Mm -hmm. and sometimes it takes like really hitting a rock bottom situation where i'm like okay this is who you are and then we just build from there but um yeah a lot of folks that that are coming in like you don't want to be shamed you don't want to feel guilt like that those are some of the tenants unfortunately that like many people are raised with and it doesn't feel good when you're in a space that's supposed to be for you and like a quote safe space Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh I'm gonna expose myself really quickly I mean we want to protect ourselves at the end of the day yeah 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 we are gonna play a quick game with you uh yeah we love playing games with our guests so our the name of the game is who lied and all you have to do is we're gonna read out two lies and you're gonna have to guess which one of the hosts told this lie so first lie uh told her internship that she couldn't make it in because she had fallen down the stairs (laughs) then came in limping the next day oh wow (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then the second lie told her summer job that her sister had a diabetic episode when she was running late for work hmm (laughs) this is tough y'all this is tough go for it though make a guess i don't know i feel like malika has the diabetic sister I don't. Oh, oh my god, really? It's me. Really? It's me. I did that. Okay. Yeah. And then for like the rest of the time, I really did have to commit to that line, which just like, because people ask. Do you have a sister? I do. Okay. I do. I definitely have a sister. She does not have diabetes. Oh, no. Um, but I was running so late for work. Like, I think it was like an hour or something. And this was like a summer job. So I had to say that I was at the hospital. And oh, okay. that she had had a diabetic episode. Mm-hmm. Does your sister know that you tell this lie about her? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think she does. Well, I mean, like, she does now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So it was I that told her internship (laughs) that she fell down some stairs, and that's why she couldn't get in. What was the internship? Um, This was years ago. I'm not going to age myself. But um, basically, I was working at, like, a marketing company, and I didn't want to go to work one day. Mm -hmm. And I was just young and dumb. And, like, I was just like, hey, guys, I fell down some stairs. I'm going to (laughs) go get this checked out. And then, like, the next day, I was like, oh, shoot, I can't come in here just walking normally. You gotta come in with a crutch. Oh, my God. I, I didn't have the crutch, but I had, like, the, the saddest, like, weirdest limp <laughs> ever. It was not fooling nobody. You, like, switch off the wrong foot. Oh, my gosh. They, yeah, they ended up cutting my internship short. <laughs> it was because of the limp. <laughs> it, was, it was because they knew I was out here just acting a fool they're like no we don't need her she's not learning anything here she's not even learning how to lie well <laughs> oh no malika i know i'm a mess so that wraps up our episode for today um just a quick note that if you are someone that you know is struggling with mental health issues seek someone out seek out your local mental health resources find a therapist you can do this and then don't lie to them therapy is good y'all therapy is healing right rafi oh yeah let's do it exactly so you heard it from the therapist and from your beautiful liars rafi it was so wonderful having you here today where can people find you on the internet yeah you can hit me up on instagram it's at habibi thing Ooh, so people can follow you there girl (laughs) yes 
Uh, you can also follow us. So you can follow us on Twitter at Bag of Lies and on Instagram at Bag of Lies underscore podcast. Uh, and that about wraps up our show. We'll talk to you guys later. Bag of Lies is recorded at KGPC Radio with their generous support. Producer Goddess Lighton. <laughs> and our executive producer, Babarang, Babarino, Bob Cohen. And our theme music is produced by Magara Madly. And all opinions and foolish comments expressed here are by no means a reflection of our employers, friends, family, or our upbringing. We did our best. We did our best, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.